them chains. You gotta break 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 them. Daily 15.10, it's Thursday. I have decided today I'm going to bring more energy, um, a less heavy topic than yesterday. So I wanted to make sure from day to day, I'm not just doom and gloom every day. Yesterday was confessions. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. Um, a lot of that was just, I think you can't get better unless you uh, admit you have a problem, quote unquote. Um, but today, I, like I said, I want to be more upbeat. I was thinking about happy thoughts. I was thinking about, I just had a conversation with one of my friends, Luigi from the Dominican Republic, where we talked about the differences between men and his culture versus men here. And I'll start my 15 minutes. It's weird that every, you know, I thought originally that, uh, doing this for 15 minutes would be tough. And I think a lot of people that have asked me about it have said, you know, where do you think up? 15 minutes worth of stuff to to think about or to talk about um the last three or four i think i've gone over 15 minutes so i don't know if that's a problem with me because i'm rambling too much or what but if you're listening to these i appreciate it thank you so much um but this one will be about different cultures because like i said that conversation kind of got me thinking about some of my best travel stories, why I like to travel, um, what I like to see in people just here, and things of that matter. Um, culture to me is really important, and I didn't even know this, but when I went, uh, when I was in school, college, I went to kind of figure out what my major looked like, uh, you know, get in, get in line with my advisor to make sure I was going to graduate the right way with all the classes I need done. He just wanted to know, this must've been like my junior year. No, maybe the start of my senior year going into the second semester. I don't know. I'm making up stuff. It was at a time when I was meeting my advisor and he was saying what, uh, what we needed to do to make sure I was on pace. Right. So everything looked good. Everything was on pace. He's talking about my major, um, then he's talking about my minor in sociology. And I was like, I don't have a minor <laughs> in sociology. He's like, yeah, I mean, you've already finished it. So you do. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? He brought up that I had taken enough soci sociology classes to have a minor in sociology, which I believe sociology is the study of cultures. I should probably know that, but I, I believe it's that it's the study of cultures. And what had happened was, is my freshman year, I took a sociology class because it was supposed to be a really easy class. And actually, the professor was a nut job, kind of, or everyone thought he was. But he made it so interesting. I don't know if it was just he was interesting or the content was, the content was interesting or um, him presenting that content was interesting. But from then on, whenever I saw a sociology class, I was pretty interested in it. And so I would take it as just like my fluffer classes to fill in my schedule with just other stuff. Um, and so by the end, I had a minor. Um, it's funny because when you have your major, even though you should have a lot of interest in it, that becomes a, a task, right? Because you're taking harder classes than you probably want to. You're taking some classes you don't really want to take. And so you're, you're forced to do this. And whereas you know, sociology ended up being elective. I was picking that. It was what I liked. So, so I was into it a lot. 
Um, with that said, fast forward now, it's funny because I've never been one that really liked to travel a ton. Um, you know, I think some of that comes from the fact that both my parents being international, we were all about traveling. So from, you know, from the time I was born, I remember spending Christmases in Jamaica, uh, spring breaks and fall breaks and in different countries, you know, in the, in the Caribbean, um, been to Europe a few times, uh, you know, quite a bit now, actually. Um, there's a lot of other places I want to go. But when I was young, we would travel all the time. And so leaving the country was nothing. So like when I talk to someone and they say, well, I've never left the country. It, it really is like the biggest surprise to me because, you know, at three and four, some of my earliest memories are walking through sugarcane fields or going to see uh, Aunt Eva in the mountains in Jamaica where you're driving on really what's a one lane road but it turned into a two lane because cars are going both ways you might come around the corner of a mountain a blind mountain and there'll be a, a group of people or a herd of cows and I can't believe and there's no guardrails off the side of these mountains so um you know if you're going a good speed which all these taxi drivers feel the need to do and or my dad thinks he's a race car driver when he's in the mountains um, with potholes, all these other things. I can't imagine that more cars don't fall off the side. They do. And this is actually some of, uh, I talked about this with Luigi in our podcast. Like when you hear of a, um, and I'm getting off topic already, but when you hear of like a Dominican baseball player, like a, a, a popular one that gets in a car accident, you know, that's happened like three, four or five times where a, a really big pros, prospect has gotten into uh, a car accident and died while in the Dominican Republic know that it's because of what I'm talking about. Those roads are absolutely crazy. Same in Dominican Republic as Jamaica. There's probably less potholes in the Dominican Republic. Some of the roads are a little bit, a little wider, but for the most part, if you're in any of those weaving highways that, I mean, there's mountain cliffs with no railing whatsoever. So just a fun fact for today. Um, and, and uh, KJ, I want to thank, you know, um, I want to make sure I show them love because I've seen you logged on to a couple different ones. So shout out to you. Appreciate it. Um, with that said, um, so traveling cultures, all that stuff. So I've always been fascinated because coming from different cultures, I feel like my family was always different and it wasn't like you, you come home and it's night and day. Right. But but I feel like my mom was a little more strict, and that comes directly from my grandmother. If you met her, um, most people would think she's nuts. She's the sweetest to everyone else, but um, when when you got her alone, um, when she was babysitting me, when my parents go on trips, any of that stuff, you can see the difference in cultures because I would go over to my friends' houses, and it would be a little more laissez-faire, whereas uh, my house was always locked down a lot more. Um, and 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 I'm actually I actually loved it. Um, looking back now, I loved it. And, and I've been probably equally as strict with my kids, but my kids are a lot better behaved than, than I was, even though I wasn't that bad. Anyways, talking about different cultures and seeing different cultures. It's funny because I actually living, living and growing up in Dallas, it's one of the places that I feel like I've been that has the least culture. It's so transient. Everyone that's coming there is trying to, trying to build a new life. Um, it's people who are willing to take that step. So a lot of times they're not bringing their own culture to Dallas, Plano, where I'm from. So move to Indiana, another place. Culture is pretty flat. You're not going to see a, a bunch of different cultures or a bunch of different people. And, and my watch is telling me to breathe because I'm 
talking too fast. But um, you don't see a lot of culture there. So then first time really out of Dallas, out of Indiana was when I moved to Chicago. You see some culture, but I, I've always traditionally lived uh, close to downtown, which everyone is kind of the same, business-minded, action-minded, event-minded. You don't really see a lot of culture. I actually do medical device sales, so I'm all over Chicago. So I see a little more of the culture, but Chicago for a whole, you know, if you're not in, in some of the rougher parts, which I'm not just going to go spend time in those for no reason, but if you're not in those parts, even the suburbs are, are a lot of the people are the same. So my first real bout with culture, I shouldn't say real because dealing with the trips that I went on with my parents, but as an adult in living in a culture was really when I, when I was spending more time in Detroit and in Detroit, a lot of people don't know which one, if you haven't been to Detroit lately, go in the summer. It's dope. All well, when this whole coronavirus thing is done, the it's one of the only cities where all the sports are literally within like 300 yards of each other. Um, baseball games out there are great. Going to just walk around the city is amazing. The city is so clean. Um, there, there's not a lot of people that live down there. I know that's changing now, but, but Detroit is dope. But, but the thing I give Detroit that I haven't seen anywhere else, and it's like one of the biggest Muslim populations in the country. Um, maybe the biggest, it's probably the biggest, but one of the things you see there is all the cultures that have moved there have kept their same culture. So when you go get some food in Detroit and Detroit food is some of the best I've ever had. Um, it's not presented in the same way that it would be in some other, um, um, in some other cities like uh, trend as trendy and they're starting to get that way because downtown is growing again, but it's not as trendy the way they present it as in like a new place, new hotspot. But if you go to like some of the hole in the wall places or some of the cultural places, you know, Mexican town, um, obviously you have Greek town there. Um, there's a, there's like quite a few Jamaican spots there. You get the influence coming over from Canada, which is very diverse, maybe not right in Windsor, but in different parts of Canada. So you get a lot of different influences and it's, and it's great to see. Um, so Detroit was really where I saw culture and I loved it, you know, living there, being there. Um, it, it, I don't know that Detroit was a place I was going to call home forever, but uh, but it was great to see and, and experience and coming back to Chicago, I can, I can see it even more um, just the, the differences in, in the amount of culture that's there, which then makes me think, okay, so when I go travel, I don't, I like to go travel to a beach, but I think some of that once again is, is dampened by the fact that I've been going to beaches since I was three or four and some of the most beautiful beaches in, in some beautiful countries. So, um, we can talk about the different type of trips in a different 15 minutes. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow or, or sometime next week. But I think what I travel for is to see the culture and I'm a nerd. And I, and I, I know a lot of people have heard me say that I travel to see like the architecture. I want to see what type of buildings people live in, in different areas. And, and so to me, I, instead of, and I'm about to talk out of both sides of my mouth, instead of having to go to museums and, and see the sites that are specified and historic, um, I could just walk around, you know, a city in Europe. I remember walking around Amsterdam, obviously Paris is amazing, you know, different places in Europe. 
and Ireland, all the same, in, in just being amazed at the way people live in these areas and then talking to the people and understanding that, some, you know, in certain countries, people are more passionate or more cold or, and it's, it's, and it's, they're all thinking the same thing. It's all love everywhere you go. And they may not love me, but they're loving each other and they're living the same way we're living. It's just the nuances that make it come off to different to me because, you know, I'm not from there. So anyways, that is beautiful to me. Um, I think I 100% go travel just to see that. So when I go on a trip, I want to, I want to be around the people I want and I think some of that comes from, like I said, at an early age, we would go to Jamaica or Dominican Republic and stay on a resort because it was my parents' vacation. But at the same time, we were going to see family in different parts. So it's in, it's always been a part of me to get off of my resort and go, um, and go explore. I remember on my honeymoon, and I, it'd be cool to ask my ex-wife what she thought about this, but on my honeymoon, I remember we were staying at like an amazing place in Cozumel, which Cozumel doesn't have a lot to go do outside of, you know, your resort. You can, it's beautiful for, for snorkeling and scuba diving, right, you know, when you go towards the water, but in terms of actually just going to see other stuff, there's not a ton there, but I was dead set on renting like uh, basically a moped and riding it around the island. Like I wanted to see, you know, everything that there was to see. I always like going into the city um, of whatever, whatever, wherever I'm at and seeing what, what they're talking about um, and Taylor showing love as well. So I appreciate her hopping on, but um, I think it's so important. And, and that's what I'd love to have a conversation on with, with different people is what what do you think you go travel for and if you feel like me that you do like to see other cultures what what part of other cultures really interests you to me I feel like it's easy to say the food and and that's not a bad answer because food is an experience that is universal um, like music, I think food and music are things that no matter where you go, good music is good music. If it makes you move, if it makes you feel, um, it's great. Um, food's the same way. If 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 you aren't a picky eater and you can go somewhere and and ask, what should I get in this place? What are you guys known for? You know, um, to an extent. And you're able to t take whatever they give you and enjoy it, right? No matter how it looks, um, sometimes no matter how it tastes, because it may not taste good to you right away, but, but just understanding that a different culture eats different things than you. Because for me, I love to cook. So I feel like I take a different stance on it. When I, when I have food in another area, I'm like another country, another culture. I'm like, how can I make this? Or how would I make this? Maybe I don't want to make it, but how would I if I was going to? Um, other people are just taking it for the flavor and this is something new and I don't think there's a, a bad way to go about that but aside from those things what else do you enjoy to see about the culture is it, is it the way they interact with each other like I said is it because they're more about love or more about being standoffish and cold is it because like I said the way they live like like we said in you know, this podcast I think I'm releasing it next Tuesday with Luigi about the Dominican Republic, you'll see someone who lives in what we would consider a, a hut, a shed, if you will. Um, and, and in a lot of ways here, you would consider if someone lived in what these people live in, 
you'd call them homeless probably, but those same people have job, you know, those are the, the branch managers at banks. Those are the people who are, are managers and general managers at different businesses in the Dominican Republic. And it's just the way they live. Um, and so seeing that type of stuff is interesting to me. And that's, that's my alarm right there. But I, I think I'm trying to think of something or, or the stuff they watch or, or the activities they do or any of those things. So to me, that's just, just interesting. Hopefully I get a chance to talk about it more. Um, but that's the 15 minutes. I appreciate you tuning in. Um, I see my camera's a little bit off today, so I'll make sure I fix that. You know, another sad thing is I had to pay for this thing because obviously most people that are using their live do it off their phone, but for the audio and for the visual, I had to, this service was free and all of a sudden they tricked me into paying for it now. So, uh, apparently I'm stuck with this. So you're going to see me every day, daily 15 um, go listen to these on my IG live on my podcast, the ultimate bachelor podcast on iTunes, Google play, Spotify, everywhere you can find it. Um, and thank you.